To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. So after failing miserably with KiwiBuild, the government thinks the solution is to let people squeeze more places onto single sections, which is why it wants councils around the country to start letting people build three three-storey properties on one site which is something the last Christchurch City Council before the recent local body elections uh, flipped the bird at and told the government it wouldn't be approving or implementing the new housing density rules. Uh, Not surprisingly, though, the government hasn't taken no for an answer and it has brought in what it's calling a mediator to work through the issues. But uh, we all know, don't we, that when a government says it's working through the issues, it actually means it's doing what it needs to do to get what it wants. So we've got something of a standoff. The government wants people to be able to build three three-storey properties on a single section, and the Christchurch City Council doesn't. It thinks Christchurch is a special case and needs to be treated like one. And so the mediator, or the enforcer, has been brought in by the government to bang some heads together and get its way. And today we are learning a bit more about the enforcer's terms of reference. As part of his investigation, as the government's calling it, as part of his investigation, the enforcer is only being required by the government to speak to three groups of people, city council staff, city councillors and Naitahu. But residents, or in particular residents groups, appear to have been left out. You'll remember how more than 20 residents associations wrote to the city council a while back calling on it to reject the government's intensification plan, and to its credit, the council did just that. But it appears the government isn't quite as interested as the council was in what the residents' associations have to say because they are not included in the terms of reference for the investigator or the enforcer's work, which began earlier this week, which I think is wrong on several fronts. Firstly, because the council that said no to housing intensification just over two months ago isn't the same council today. There are six new councillors around the council table following the recent elections, and we have no idea what these six new councillors think about intensification. They're going to be able to tell the enforcer where they stand, but we will be none the wiser. Secondly, if it wasn't for the residents' associations banding together and lobbying the city council, we possibly wouldn't be in the situation we're in at the moment, because it's quite possible, isn't it, that the council wouldn't have told the government where to go, if it hadn't had that rev up from the residents' groups. And so therefore it's only right that these groups have their chance to have some sort of input into the government's investigation process. Now we're going to be talking shortly to Tony Simons, who's from the Rickard and Bush Kilmarnock Residents Association. He's in the news today saying he doesn't expect the government's investigator or enforcer to consult every resident, but he thinks at least a group representing residents' groups should be included, and I couldn't agree with him more. The other reason why I think residents need to have input is that I'm not seeing any evidence of this new open and transparent council we were promised ahead of the local body elections. Uh, Christchurch Mayor Phil Major is in the news today saying he thinks there should be some form of public participation, but he doesn't want to do widespread consultation. Let me quote you this from the Mayor. Quote, If you open it up, the next thing you've got 300 residents coming forward to you. You would be an old man before you ever got anything finished. End of quote. 
Uh, well, I'm sorry, Phil. You saying there should be some form of public consultation isn't enough of a reassurance for me because we've seen before, haven't we, how good the government is at getting well ahead of itself, even when everybody else thinks it's still in a consultation phase. Three Waters, prime example. Remember Leanne Dalzell being blindsided by the government pressing on with Three Waters when she thought it was still considering the views of the advisory group that she'd been part of? Remember that? And that is exactly what will happen here if we're not careful. It's all very well with the Mayor saying there should be public consultation, but what he needs to be doing is demanding that the government include it in its terms of reference for its enforcer. Because at the moment it's only requiring that council staff, city councillors and Naitahu be spoken to. There's a line in the terms of reference about the enforcer talking to other stakeholders, if relevant, which is just weasel words, isn't it? And it needs to change to, at the very least, include representatives of Christchurch's residents' associations. It has to. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.